Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Deanne Erica, your host for In Due Time. And thank you for joining me for another episode. It is a fabulous, amazing pleasure to be here with you, especially given today's topic. So today we're talking about that good old word change, because what we know for sure is that change is a common. Now, some may say that change is actually here. And you know what? That is 1000% true. So I was having a conversation with my husband just around looking at 2020, what's coming up. We're both talking about our careers, what we're doing, kind of the changes that we'd like to see happen. We also have ongoing conversations with our daughters around what they're doing professionally. And it just seems to be a theme when we talk, when we were having the conversations ourselves and then also in talking with our children, that everybody is feeling this whole wave, really, of change. So if we look at what's taking place right now, change is happening on a number of levels. Some people embrace change. They're very excited about it. They welcome it. Having change occur is a constant for them, and they look forward to it with great anticipation. These may be the individuals that we kind of maybe think of as they're always jumping from one thing to the other, right? So they're excited about the project or the event or the activity for the time that it lasts. And then as that interest wanes, they go, you know what, let me go move on to something else. So those are people who are in the throes of it. They love it. They embrace it. They're excited about it. They look at change with great anticipation. There are others who view change with fear. They don't like change. People understand to a certain level and to an extent that just as the seasons change, that things will change as well. Life changes. Nothing remains the same. That doesn't mean that they like it. In fact, they fear it. And so as much as possible for these individuals, they want to keep things the same. They want to kind of hold on. This is the way it's been. This is the way it's always been. And this is the way I always want it to be. When you ask them to do something different or to step outside of that comfort zone, it could be something as as simple as let's take another way home. Let's change the routine. Let's do something different on a Saturday instead of laundry and the movies. You know, whatever that thing is from the simple to the to the maybe more complex. Why don't we just pack up and move to another country? I see them do that a lot on HGTV, right? So on the um, House Hunters International, where they're like, oh, we just moved to another place. So there is the there are the small changes, and then there are these more really big life dramatic type changes. Let's go just immerse ourselves in a whole other con- culture. Exciting, yes, but yet, again, fear is what greets some people when they talk about or when they think about change. That's just their approach to it. The other response, so between the excited, which is one end, and the fearful, which is the other end, they don't want anything to change, um, perspective of change, then there's kind of like this, this um, I don't want to call it this spot, right? Where they're totally like, the world is going to end. Okay. Let's go to the moon. Okay. There's no more water. We have no more water in the house. Okay. No matter what it is, their response is simply that kind of flat, 
like, okay, no matter what it is, it's simply okay. You kind of want to say, do you have a pulse? Is there anything happening there? Are the lights on? Is there anybody home? And these are the kind of people who you just want to like jolt them to just go, I want to see a response from you. But that is their response. It's merely, hey, it is what it is. And they just keep it moving. There's no excitement. There is no fear. There is no anticipation. There is no, it's just like, blah, there it is. But regardless of how we respond to it, the one thing that is unquestionable is that change is taking place. It happens all the time. Some of it we do have control over, and then there are other things that we don't. So there were three particular areas that I wanted to kind of look at today in looking at and talking about change. The first one is that there's a great spiritual change that's taking place. I've seen so many articles and read, um, heard so many conversations around the fact that so many people are leaving the church, right? Christianity, the newest religion. People are leaving the church and they're in search of deeper spiritual meaning. Not surprising, but it is a big change. Why? Because many of us, like me, I grew up in the church. I don't go to church, haven't been to church in years. Yeah, I may visit. I used to, my husband and I used to go and visit different churches, kind of like check in, hey, what's going on? And guess what? Nothing has changed. And so we go, oh, yep, there's a reason we stopped going and the reason is still valid. So no, we don't go to church. However, do not confuse not going to church with not having a very strong base and a very strong, very real, very vibrant connection to God, to that great being, to that leader, to that great spiritual force of the universe that we have. And we do not have to go to church in order to connect with it. We don't even have to be in Christianity in order to connect with it. So that's one of the big changes. People who have been in the church for years may have felt this, but they still go to church anyway. They go to church every Sunday. They sit through the sermon. They give the offering. They listen. They do the get up. Now we're all praising and they sit down. They do the, what do they call it? And the praise and worship part. They do all of this and they leave and they go, why am I doing this? And they have maybe their own private um, thoughts about it, but they continue to do it. They're not going to rock the boat because that would be a huge fundamental change for them. And what would they replace it with? Well, fast forward to where we are now and we're finding that people are stepping out. Millennials, older people as well. It's not age specific so much. It's that everybody, not everybody, but more and more people, different generations are stepping up and going, you know what? This is not the answer for me. Church is not the answer for me. I'm leaving. So we're seeing a great shift, a great spiritual change in terms of what are some of the rituals that are more meaningful in our lives? What are those things that we do want to incorporate? What about the spiritual connection no longer serves me? And what do I want to change? Yes, I know that I'm not the person who makes me wake up every day. I know that I'm not the one who makes the sunrise and the sunset and the moon wax and the moon wane. I certainly don't control the ocean. And guess what? Neither do any of my friends, nor do any of the scientists and all these wealthy, wonderful people around the world. So there is certainly an acknowledgement for good, for bad, for better, for worse, of the fact that whatever that force is, whatever you choose to call it, it is a much greater force and 
there is tremendous respect for that force. And then what's now changing is how we relate to that force. What do we do as our outward acknowledgement and our also private engagement with that force to really be able to harness what we keep hearing about it. If you tap into the universe, you would be surprised how you will fulfill your purpose, how you will be able to gain those things which you want most in life. You will be surprised at the power of tapping into this great force. So hearing about this over time, there is now a great shift a change to truly want to not only make that connection, but be more vocal and and public about, about that. The other area in which there is great change is livelihood, meaning the way in which we make a living. So for all kinds of reasons, and all of them very valid reasons, statistics have said that There are more entrepreneurs at this time than there have been in previous generations or at other times in history. That's actually very interesting. What we are discovering, I've worked in in the field of HR for many years, over 30 years, and one of the things that's been really true is how we recruit who we're seeing in the workplace. There are tremendous numbers of laws that govern what we can and cannot do here in the United States in the workplace. You have employees' rights, you have employer rights, you have um, all kinds of EEOC, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, all kinds of regulations about what can and cannot be done and what rules and regulations exist, how much vacation time you can have, how much sick time you can have, how you request this vacation time that you've earned, how long your work day is, the number of hours that you can work before it's overtime, all of the blah, 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 blah. All of these rules and laws that govern our life. And so, yeah, people go, you know what? I just don't want to be bothered with all of that. I don't want someone who's going to tell me when I can come and when I can go. Why are you going to tell me when I can work that I have to work nine to five when actually my most productive times are between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. in the morning, you know, or 10 o'clock at night and two in the morning? Who are you to tell me that that's not when I'm at my greatest and most productive self? So you find that there is this big splurge, this big breakout, this greater emergence of entrepreneurs, these individuals who say, what's the need? How can I fill it? Let's create this thing that people need and make money doing it. Wonderful. They have moved forward through their fears. They have moved forward through their uncertainties. And they've said, I'm going to go do this anyway. They could be some of the very individuals who are anticipating change and love change. Um, What they're not are people who don't want things to change. Because see, the entrepreneur is the one who realizes that something needs to be different. And so instead of waiting for someone else to do it or someone else to create the it, they go and they do it themselves. I recently heard uh, Tyler Perry talking on Good Morning America, and one of the things that they had quoted him as saying was, instead of waiting for a seat at the table, create your own table. I really love that. Don't wait for a seat at the table, because really, that's somebody else's table. So instead of waiting for 
others to invite you, for that company to, to hire you, for that organization to invite you in. Go make your own group. Go create your own organization. Make your own table. And then you can decide who gets to sit at that table. You can decide who gets an invitation or not. So that's the whole realm of change. Change is how are you making a living? The change is there are more entrepreneurs. The change is there are more people out there who are saying, I'm going to create a different type of lifestyle when it comes to the world of work in terms of what I do, how I do it, where I do it. I'm not going to be in the same whole nine to five realm because it just doesn't work for me. And I'm really successful being able to make what I need to survive working four hours a day or maybe only working three days out of the week. So again, an area of great change is the way in which people are making a living, how they are creating that livelihood. The third area of great change is climate. Now, (laughs) say what you want. (laughs) Think anything you want about it. I'm only here to talk about the things that I've noticed that have impacted my life and the people that I interact with. Their climate change is real. Let's make no mistake about it. Climate change is real. The warmer areas are experiencing colder degrees. The colder areas are experiencing greater heat. You have snow that of the North Pole and the South Pole that's melting and creating higher water levels. You have hurricane seasons. I remember growing up uh, in Jamaica, um, June too soon, July stand by, August a must, September remember. So pretty much June was too soon for hurricanes, but by September hurricanes were over. Well, hot diggity damn, here we are in October. And we just had hurricanes, a few of them moving through in September. So the hurricane seasons have changed. They come sooner, they last longer, they're stronger. Climate change is real. You have the North Pole and the South Pole getting warmer. Climate change is real. And with this change in the climate also comes changes with the animals um, on the planet, as well as the mammals who live in the water. So we're seeing that the change in the weather is impacting those who inhabit planet Earth. I love sci-fi. I love the books. I love the movies. Some of the things that you see in those, you're now seeing coming to fruition. And it's like, hmm, did they know? Is there something going on? Are these things related? In my mind, yes, they are. Climate change is very real. Some of it is impacted because of what we have done to the earth, the role that we have played in either our exuberance for we want to change stuff to our, well, you know, not so bad. Some things should remain the same. We have played a role in where we are in terms of the changes that have occurred to a certain degree on the planet. The things we have done to the earth is making Mother Earth weep. The things we continue to do to the earth have now started to impact us and will continue to do so until we decide that we're going to take better care of planet earth. So challenge of the week, because you know, within due time, we always have a challenge. And the challenge is really about how can we just be better, be our best selves and really just try some other ways of being that we may not have tried before. Our challenge here is what are some of the changes that you have noticed? And it doesn't have to be these major areas that I've talked about, whether it's people leaving the churches and there's a spiritual change, there is a change in in terms of how we're making our livelihoods. 
making a living and there's a change in climate. But on a more personal level, what are some of the changes that you're experiencing and what have been the greatest changes that you have experienced thus far for 2019? Also, let's think about what are some of the changes that you're anticipating for 2020? And which way do you respond to change? Are you the enthusiastic, yay, yay, I love it, let's go, this is exciting, that didn't work out, but let's see what ne- what's next. Or are you the person who's maybe a little more cautious, a little more um, fearful may not be the right word, but you're the person who really likes things to be steady. You don't want things to change. Or are you the person who's just like, ah, oh, it's okay, whatever it is, you're neither up nor down, you're not excited, you're not disappointed, you're simply, oh, right there. Which one are you when it comes to change? I would love to hear from you. Please share with me my email, in due time podcast at gmail.com. Again, the email is in due time podcast at gmail.com. It is always a pleasure spending time with you, and I thank you with all my heart for choosing to spend time with me. As with all things, change is no different. It is something that will happen to all of us in due time. It has been a pleasure, and we will speak again. Until then, take care.